Phil Moss is with us. Uh, he's a man who's part of the 10 Paramount Plus football commentary team. He's a former A-League coach, a long career in the game, and he's president of Football Coaches Australia. He's good enough to join us for the first time in the new year. Happy New Year to you, Phil. Yeah, good morning, guys. Happy New Year to you too. Thanks for your time. Um, what did you make of the, the penalties handed down earlier this week to Melbourne Victory? Yeah, look, I think um, from a financial point of view, very severe, obviously, uh, over uh, half a million dollars, $550,000 um, is, is going to sting anyone, um, you know, particularly a, a club that um, didn't make a lot of uh, revenue over the last couple of years through COVID and, and reduced crowds, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then they're not on their own, of course, but um, yeah, the timing of this couldn't be worse for, for Melbourne Victory, but Carolyn Carnegie, the managing director, has come out and said, uh, you know, it will sting, but um, but it certainly won't break the club, and they'll uh, they'll learn and grow from this, and um, they've got some exciting things in the pipeline um, with some um, some investment as well. Seven 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 comes to mind as well. So look, I'm sure they'll um, they'll be okay. Melbourne Victory that with the A League needs them to be okay. Um, they're obviously one of the one of the biggest clubs. So um, the the um, Suspended points uh, situation, ten points. If there's a recurrence of uh, of any crowd trouble or uh, or things like that, that's always such a tough one for me. Um, but certainly, uh, you know, Melbourne Victory and their uh, their stakeholders will be working round the clock to make sure there is no repeat because uh, for, for obvious reasons. I mean, first of all, we don't want it in our game, but secondly, of course. Uh, Ten points would just about ruin uh, ruin their season, whether it's this year, next year, or the year after. Absolutely, yep. And uh, they're sitting bottom uh, as it currently sits on the the A League ladder. They lost Lewis Nani for the season with a knee injury. So for for Tony Popovich, this has been a, a nightmare start to the new year. Yeah, it certainly has. Uh, it doesn't doesn't get much worse, to be honest. Um, especially after they took such a, a you know a huge leap forward. Last season under under Popovich, we were talking about the popolution, the, the revolution under um, under Tony Popovich. So um, you know it's uh, it's going to take everyone to be on the same same page um, and make sure that they can turn things around very very quickly. Nani as well, um, you, you you just couldn't have written that in the script. And that's not only uh, going to hurt Melbourne Victory, that hurts the A League as well because he is the marquee man. Obviously Charlie Austin. Uh, left as well, so from from Brisbane Raw, so our two uh, EPL stars, if you like, um, that we're adding a little bit of stardust have now gone from the A League. So uh, you know, I think the clubs need to work really hard. The transfer window opens this weekend uh, for the rest of January, so it's really important we get a little bit of stardust back in the league. Phil, uh, the Perth Glory, a great win midweek. Uh, probably wasn't um, ideal for those on the East Coast. The game started at 7.30 local time, 10.30 on the East Coast. And it was a bit of a dreary game. Defenders popped forward and, and scored goals for both teams. And a, a Scott Neville own goal gave the Glory the points. But they've won two in a row and Macedonia Park's become a bit of a fortress. Yeah, that's right. The um, the um, red card to, to Brisbane obviously certainly helped Perth. Um, although when, uh, when Brisbane went down to 10 men, uh, Joe O'Shea being red carded. Um, Ruben Jankovic and the players post game were quick to point out they were a little bit naive against ten men. Not always easy to play against ten men either because uh, you know things change from what the game plan was and what the analysis was during the week leading into the game. But um, nonetheless, it's a, it's back to back three point uh, wins for Ruben Jankovic's side in Perth, Macedonia Park. Uh, they said from the beginning they really wanted to use the. The smaller ground, if you like, to, to build a fortress and, and use the crowd as the as the twelfth man. 
they're certainly doing that. They're making some good strides forward now. Zadkovic said that, that that was going to come. It was just a matter of time. Uh, well, that seems to be happening now, which is fantastic and a credit to the work he's doing because, uh, you know, there was a lot of work to be done and uh, he still hasn't got Adam Taggart in there. Uh, that's another headline. Mm. It's, uh, it looks like he's another couple of weeks away. So that'll be frustrating Perth fans. Uh, just a niggling quad injury that popped up over the last few days. So when he gets Taggart in there and if he can bring maybe one more in in January, um, that certainly all goes well for a for a strong second half of the season. Another home game for Perth uh, tomorrow night at, at Macedonia Park against Sydney FC. No Adam Taggart, which would have given them some scoring firepower. How do you think they'll go against the Sky Blues? Look, Sydney FC are vulnerable. Um, you know, they're, they're not having it all their own way. Stevie Corica um, is under pressure to turn things around this season and get them back in the finals. Um, there's certainly, they, they seem to take two steps forward, one step back, or sometimes one step forward, two steps back. Sydney FC, so that there is an opportunity there for Perth. It's not easy to go to Perth for uh, for teams from the eastern states, but um, Joe Lolly coming back, Luke Bratton coming back are two massive ins for, for Steve Gorica, so they'll, they'll be a stern test, there's no doubt about that. Uh, but if Perth Glory are on their game um, and they're aggressive and in the face of Sydney FC, anything's possible. Um, I'm going to tip Sydney FC just, just by the odd dollar. I think I'll just have enough quality to get over Perth, but um, it certainly won't be an easy night for, for Sydney FC. Phil Moss with us. We're chatting uh, football. The A-League uh, match day 12 starts tonight with MacArthur and Central Coast. So some good matches this weekend. Phil, I'm uh, not sure if you've got any in commentary. I know you're on holidays as we chat to you at the moment, but Adelaide United and Melbourne Victory's always had a bit of spice to it. And Western Sydney Wanderers and Melbourne City, well, that could be a grand final preview at the end of the year, potentially. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And I'm, I'm not commentating this weekend, having a bit of time with the family up the north coast, uh, surfing this this week. But um, looking forward to watching them all on TV. And, and the first game you mentioned, MacArthur Central Coast. MacArthur FC, uh, three from four. Uh, three wins from the last four. Central Coast, four wins from the last five. Um, so this looks like a ripping game. Uh, I think it'll be a, a, a fantastic game of football. Brian Caltac just re-signing with the Mariners for the next few seasons. Um, and also Storm Roo, but um, Dwight York doing some wonderful things um, with um, MacArthur now. They're starting to gain momentum, and I, I think that'll be a ripper. As you said, Adelaide, Melbourne victory, the original derby, um, should be a cracker, and uh, and also Western Sydney against Melbourne City. Western Sydney getting Milos Ninkovic back, so uh, that all goes well for this this one as well. Yeah, it's a good weekend of football, and, and looking forward to these matches, and as you say, you're, you're watching from the comfort of the couch. It's a big year for Australian football, isn't it? And particularly for women's football with the FIFA Women's World Cup here in Australia. There's plenty to look forward to as we cast an eye forward to the year more broadly, Phil. There is, uh, and the Cup of Nations has just been uh, announced for the Matildas uh, to play in, in the lead-up to the Women's World Cup on Australian soil and, and New Zealand soil, co-hosted. That'll be wonderful. The, the Socceroos, what's going to happen? Is Graham Arnold going to re-sign? Are they going to go? Uh, is he going to go in a different direction? And the, the choice is his now. Um, so there is so much happening. Um, it's um, it's going to be a wonderful year of football and a, a great opportunity, as I've always said, a, a once-in-a-generation opportunity for Australian football to really capitalise on what happened at the Qatar World Cup for the men's hosting a Women's World Cup and uh, the A-League men's and women's, uh, you know, looking likely to go to new levels. The the work, the hard work, you know, is still going on to get us there. Um, There's still some issues that we need to work through, but the opportunity is there to to see professional football at the top level um, go to a whole new level. You were a regular surfer, Phil, or it's just a holiday activity? 
No, no, regular. Been a surfer all my life, so uh, the waves are uh, pumping up here at Yamba, so really looking forward to it. Beautiful. Phil, thanks for your time with that in mind. Uh, enjoy the, uh, the, the staycation, and we shall chat to you again very soon. Good on you. Take care. Thanks for having me. Phil Moss joining us here on Sports Breakfast this morning, President of Football Coaches Australia, Channel 10 Paramount Plus football commentator and keen surfer.